0: live on the Exeter Sports Network, it's Exeter Wrestling, brought to you by Penn State Health St. Joseph Medical Center, on the web at pennstatehealth.org, and the new Birdies Inn, where there's always something new with the old in. Now, down to the mat, here is your announcer, Mike Boyer.
1: We're back here for a third round match between the Eagles and the Friars of Malvern Prep. We're gonna start this match at 121 pounds where Exeter's senior Ian now will get a forfeit as we take on the Friars here at 127 pounds. This is Chalo for the Friars, Henderson for the Eagles. Chalo and Henderson 127 here at the Exeter Blue-White Duels. Chalo tries to throw an assassin, Henderson fights it off, gets behind and gets the two. Ward it quickly, but we'll take the two, and here's the escape. So, takedown for Henderson, escape from Chalo. Now, Chalo gets the throw by, gets the takedown. And Jerry, we said how good the overall program at Malvern Prep is, and we're going to see some good wrestlers here. Um, even though this is their B lineup, there's some good wrestlers in this lineup. It's, it's tough when the guy in front of you is a national champion. You know, it's just tough to break the lineup.
0: Got to be a little intimidating, too.
1: Well, it's something to work for and, and, and say, hey, I'm going to be there. I just got to keep on working. And most of these guys are very young wrestlers. Uh, most of this B team is sophomores and freshmen.
0: That's true, man. It, 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 it's got to challenge you, right? Absolutely.
1: Henderson gets to his feet in the restart. Going to get a stalling call here soon. That's got to be a stalling call at this point. He's been on his feet for how long? Chalo now picks up a single, attacking Henderson, brings him back to the mat. I'm not sure how that wasn't a stalling call. He was on his feet forever. Now Chalo throws a leg in on the right side on Henderson, tries to pull the left arm back, throws it over his head. Oof. Getting back points. One count there. Now he gets two. Now they're out of bounds almost. Let's see what happens. Chalo's got the five count. going to get three near fall. Henderson works himself flat here. But three near fall. Chalo now leads it six to two. And he
0: calls them out of bounds. Like so you know, Lackawanna Trail apparently had a uh, wrestler go to his 100th victory.
1: Oh, in our gym here or on yeah, the other one? Yeah, over here. Uh, we, they have no mic set up. No, they don't have a mic. That's terrible.
0: Yeah, it is. I, I ran yeah. into the coach outside because he yeah. was, he was asking us. a yeah. like, uh, uh, mic. Yeah, we don't have a mic for that. But I it's wonder shame, what. Shame, right?
1: What, yeah, absolutely. That's something should be recognized by a gymnasium. Yep. And, and and he should get his thing. So quick tilt there for Chalo, Another near fall three. Now nine to two. That'll end the period. So Chow has choice here, leading nine to two. He takes bottom. So Henderson aligns right side. Chow switches out to his right. They get to their feet. They're both in the same position here. A 50-50 position. Chow steps over and gets the reversal. Now he throws the leg in on the right-hand side. Again, trying for that head lever on the back side. Throws it over the head, sits back with it, and he's going to throw the bar through it. Missed the head. Comes out front trying to pin that arm. Henderson throws the bar across the left side here. Or has a bar thrown across his left side here, actually. Now Chalo circles out front, has the front has the head, gets a two count there. They get two near fall out of that. So there's two near fall. 13 to 2 now. And they're out of bounds. So 13-2 here with time remaining in the second period. Henderson down. Chalo aligns from the right side. There's the start. Henderson quick to his feet. Chalo again lifts hmm. one leg, trips the other. <laughs> Chalo throws a leg in, goes to a claw right across the right hand, trapping Henderson's left shoulder. Now he wants to push the head away. We're going for a leg cradle here. Let's see. Nope. Goes to a near side, then just gives it up. He's got the leg turk, though. So up. Joey gets out here, get it to his feet. Come on, Joey. And Chalo returns him right back down to a tilt position, and he puts that 2-1-1 and brings him back down. He gets the five count. Hold near fall three here for Chalo. Three near fall. That'll end the period. 16 to 2. Henderson takes top here to start the third. On, Henderson on line from the left-hand side. Whistle blows, Child works to his base, looks to hit the switch, circles back through. Now he's back to his feet again, now breaking down. Henderson lifts, goes to a near side cradle, trying to lock it up. Oh, loses it, there's the escape. And that'll end the match there. Tech fall for Chalo, 17 to 2. That makes it quickly 6 to 5, Exner's lead. As we go to 133 pounds, this will be Michael Borja. This will be uh, Torres for Malvern Prep. Torres comes in, uh, Jason Torres. Again, nice double a takedown there by Borja. He steps through, and there's the takedown. Again, multiple unis
0: on this team, Mike.
1: Well, they probably have about seven uniforms. So, so tilt action there for Borja. He gets three and then gives an escape. So near fall three, one escape for Torres. Torres takes a low shot from distance, He's quickly spinning behind his Michael Borja for the takedown. Going right back to that tilt on the right side now. Scotty's going to roll through. Catches the leg there, now he's getting points. Gets the five count. He's holding three, there's the near fall three. Now in the other gym is the uh, Malvern Prep A squad and they wrestled uh, a few matches where they've lost only one match. And the match was won uh, versus Daniel Boone by one of the top wrestlers in the state. Uh, It's unfortunate we will not get to see him in our gym today, most likely. Uh, And that is Tucker Hogan, who placed fifth last year, or third last year in states, and I believe will be a two-time state champion the next two years. I remember that name from last year. Yeah, he is just—he is built for wrestling, hard, tough kid, aggressive, physical, great hips, and um, and he's easily the best wrestler in Berks County. He's probably the best wrestler in District Three. Uh, He's number one in the state rankings right now, his weight class. And so Borja getting more near fall points here as we start the second period. So Michael has to get over and tilt again. He's gonna get three more near fall points as we get a five count there. And that'll be a tech fall right there. 16 to one for Michael Borja in the second period. Wow, man. So that runs it to 11, to, I'm sorry, 11 to five. As we go to 139 pounds, this will be Shane Riley for the Friars and Ashton Warshaw for the Eagles. Warshaw and Riley here at 133 pounds, I'm sorry, 139 pounds. Riley shoots a sweep single to the right. Ashton got himself caught in his hip here. Has the head. He has to keep circling with him. Got to keep this tight. Got to get his hips back up off the mat. There's the takedown for Riley. Warshaw quickly to his feet, though, with the escape. In for a low single now. Good job by Ashton Warshaw. Low single. has got to cut to the double here to keep it. He's got his head stuck underneath, so he's got to come up from that position. You don't want your head down on the mat in that single. Gotta have your head up, chest on the leg. He's kinda stuck in position now. He's either gotta move the score or hope for a stalemate here. And now, Riley breaks him flat as he tries to bump the hips through. We're gonna get a stalemate call. So, good shot by Asher, just has to finish that. Can't slow down his action, momentum going for the shot. So, 2-1 Riley here, we're in the first period. We restart the period. And a host of people just want to set up in front of us. So, okay, arm drag here.
0: Ooh, a little oh, headbutt then. What was that? A little headbutt
1: then. Referee stops as, as Warshaw's headgear kind of pops off here. So, it looks like the snap ripped off... Uh, Ashton's uh, headgear here. Mm-hmm.
0: Mike, do you have personal headgear? Yeah, you do, and so it's, it's always
1: interesting to put someone else's headgear on. Right. Because it's not fit perfect to your head. Right. Um, but again, there's so many guys on the bench, you'll find one that fits you. Yeah. Not that many different head sizes. That's true. So we're on our feet here, 2-1. Riley over Warshaw, 139 pounds. Angle pick here for Warshaw. Picks it up off the mat, he's got a score here now. He's got to to shelf that leg on his leg. He's got it stuck between his, he's got to shelf it up here, put it up on his thigh. And then he can work forward and through. Now he's got a limp arm out of this and go. He's working on the head. He's got to limp arm his arm out and just throw it up. As Riley tries to spin behind, Warshaw keeps wrestling, that ends the period. Good action here at the end of the first period as Riley takes a 2-1 lead. His choice, he will take down. (laughs) Warshaw enters from the right side in referee's position. Riley works up to his base, gets his knees up off the mat. Warshaw looks to return him, trying to compact a, a cradle. Takes him back down to the mat, though. Malvern photographer is right in my way. I'm going to tell her to get the hell out of the way. No? No. We're going to be a little more you know, pleasant than that here at Xer. <laughs> crossface cradle coming here by Warshaw. Now he turns it through. He's going to jerk this leg. Ah, he Gives up the crossface hole. Oh, he had the tricep locked at the elbow. Now he's trying it again, trying to pack it up. Raleigh rolls through.
0: They head down, and now as they escape, He has an important job to do, too, Mike. So
1: it's now 3-1 Riley on their feet here in the second period. Ashton trying to work. He gets the two there. He gets behind. There's the takedown two. Nice job by Ashton working, moving his feet. He ties the match up at 3-3. Get a restart here. We got a really quick jump there by the Malvern wrestler. Boy, he jumped the whistle and got the escape. Now, Ashton has to keep working here. He can match him for speed. He's got to set up something. Back to a tie-up position here. I think Ashton wants to score from space. I don't think he needs a tie-up. I think he had a chance to move and counter and and react to a shot or a bad shot and score off it. Let's see what happens here. A little snap down there, no avail for Riley. Back to a tie up here, right in front of the extra bench. They're right on the out of bounds line. They're splitting with their bodies. And the referee calls them out of bounds. Jerry, just wait till you see the uh, pink Malvern singles.
0: Oh, I see it now. Yeah. Wow. Told you they've got a plethora of them. Oh, I saw it earlier. It's a breast cancer awareness. Okay.
1: So we get a takedown here for Riley. Marshall trying to get to his feet, get out of bounds. Gets the escape. So it's 6-4, on their feet. Warshall's got to score a takedown here. Okay. Warshall take the shot there. Riley counters, comes up with the Russian, but they're out of it. Face-off here. Again, we have to see Worshall be more aggressive. He's got to initiate the, the, the action here. Riley's initiating all the action here. Now he's in low and a single rochelle has got to get his hip up or funk this. This kid's gonna he's gonna pop his head. He's, he's got to funk this now and roll through. Can't let the kid turn the corner. I, I, that's a takedown to me. I don't I don't know what else could be. He's got a cradle locked. He's got. A, Yeah, they didn't change positions. There's the takedown awarded, and now he has Warshaw on his back on the cradle. He's got a five count holding three here on the cradle. And there's the fall. So the pin at 139 for Shane Riley. Ties this matchup at 11-11. It's so going to 145.
0: 145.
1: We'll put on the mat, Cody Manning. Go Cody. Go Cody. So Chamberlain in for the dump. That's the takedown. Puts Manning to his back. Gets his three near fall. Bar comes in the left-hand side here. Chamberlain reaches over, pulls the chin back, snaps Cody back to his back. And there's the fall. That takes it to 17 to 11. As we go to 100 and 52 pounds. This will be Matt Depiro for the Eagles, and this is Stubbs for the Friars. Depiro and Stubbs here at 152. Stubbs in the single he has a takedown right away. It's a little ball and chain action on the leg there. He bulldogs the the left leg, working a bar across the back of the Pirro with the left arm. Now he reaches up for the chin. He's going to post the left arm on the hip, reach over for the chin, see if he can slide through to grab that wrist. Now, Lucy trying to work the bar through. So. Punches the bar through. Now he works the cradle in here. He has the near side cradle. Gonna put the pier over here, let's see. Now he puts Matt to his back. And there's the fall. So Stubbs pin at 152 makes it 23 11 for the Friars. That'll put Parker on the mat here at 160 pounds against Strauss. Strauss and Parker at 160. And we're underway here at 160 pounds. The starting to tie up here. A little jousting for a hand position. Now they kind of break free. Shot by Parker for the right side. Strauss, and lateral drop by Parker. Gets the takedown. Three near fall for Parker. Strauss gets himself back to his base. Finn sits himself out. Parker returns him back, belly down. Now Parker goes to a cross-face cra- uh, claw ride. Comes back underneath. Finn sits out, he's gotta move from here. Nothing happens, no change. So Parker's just riding him out here. I, gotta, I think a stalling call's gotta come soon. He's bulldogged the right leg. Now, he's going for a a three-quarter Nelson, which is not going to work in this situation. Again, Finn works up to his base. Not much action happening right now, Jerry. Yeah, it's pretty uh, pretty much stasis. Good word. And now they're out of bounds. As Finn tried to work to his base, and out of bounds. <laughs> so that'll end the period, actually. Strauss trails 5 nothing. His choice. He takes bottom. Got to get a point, right? Well, he got to get a lot of points now. Down by five. Got to get one, though. It starts there. Quickly to his feet goes Strauss. And now he gets the escape. So there's your one. Let's see if he can get two more to add to it now at the takedown. Both rushers kind of circle around the middle of the mat here, working themselves into a tie up position. Both guys working for inside hand control in this tie up. Now they got a break free. Not a ton of action this match, kind of just stopped, and slowed down.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's almost like everybody's tired all of a sudden.
1: Multiple snap down attempts here by Parker to no avail. Now they break free.
0: But I would imagine that if I'd wrestled three times in the span of two and a half hours, I might be a little tired too. Well, Jerry, if
1: I wrestled a span of three times in an hour, two hours, I'd die.
0: That so, is a distinct
1: possibility for me as well. So, you know, I'm, I'm uh, you know, just putting it out there. <laughs> so again, both wrestlers just on their feet here, have not seen a ton of action. Um, it's just circle and circle and reach and tap and circle. Can the referee do something to compel action? He can call stalling on both guys, which I hate in that situation. I would rather just call stalemate and say, hey, fellas, let's pick it up here, you know. No one can watch you two circle. And there's another lateral drop. Back to back, you get hit with the same move twice. Lateral drop, Strauss to his back again. And there's the pin. We asked for it. Well, we asked for it. It was not a whole lot of action, and then a ton of action. So that'll take us to 172, Cataldi for the Eagles. And Bonner, Dan Bonner against Austin Cataldi, here at 172 pounds. Right to a tie position. also got himself, his head stuck underneath. Now he works to a dim. Nice. Oh. A little bit of a fruit roll up there as they go back. Cataldi winds up on the bottom of it. And there's the pin. So Cataldi was in the signal, got hit with the old fruit roll up. And, uh, and that was the pin there. Is that an unofficial name or that is an official? That is a, a, a name that we gave that move a long time ago. The fruit roll up. <laughs> I like it. It's just a fruit roll. Up. Kids, you eat those fruit roll ups all the time. They're like, they, they, they take the, yeah. the parchment paper off and, yep. and just roll it up. And that's the same thing. You just roll it up there. Great so, little energy charge, right? Uh, kept it quiet for 30 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> so at 189 pounds. Cody Morgan receives a forfeit, uh, so they're gonna bump the rest of the lineup up, I guess. So this will be dr- uh, Drummond at 100. I'm sorry, at 215 against Wegman. Drummond and Wegman here at 215. Two big guys, Mike. Yeah, and you know, for our wrestler Logan Wegman, this is a new sport for him. They got him out last year in junior high school when he was in, in eighth or ninth grade. I can't remember. What grade he's in right now. And Drummond's in the takedown. But as difficult as this sport is, it's even more difficult when you have so much length and you don't understand how to use your length yet. And that takes a little while. So Logan's going to figure it out. And he's a strong young man, a hard worker. Um, and I think he'll become a good wrestler as he gets a little older. He has no great experience on the mat. And again, he's giving up a ton of length. He's got to learn to use that leverage, you know. All those signs, things of fulcrum and leverage and everything center else. Center of
0: gravity. And
1: <clears throat> yeah, and under, right, your center of gravity is so much higher; it's a little difficult. And right now, he's finding himself fighting off his back here, he's giving up a few near fall. He Trails six nothing here. Oh, we're underway here and restart. Now, the one thing that's really in, in Logan's favor is you can see Logan is a young man who's working out, building his body up. You know, right. he's going to be a good football player for Exeter. Coach Bauer has a, certainly a, a, a shine to where this boy's going to be for him in the next few years as he gets bigger. It's a tall kid, yep. hard work. He's going to be a good player. Um, he's going to continue to get stronger and stronger and stronger. Right. And, and that can only help him because, you know, he may be 240 at one point, 250. But he's going to be six foot four at that weight, and so six foot five, and so you know he doesn't understand right now, especially in these positions here. He, he, he's fighting the wrong way. You know he pushes his feet into the ground and his shoulders into the ground. Well, you don't want to put your shoulders in the ground. Right. You don't want to push into someone with your hands trying to push them off because that puts your shoulders to the mat. Right. You've got to post your hands and keep your hands up. And unfortunately, you know he finds out there as he gets pinned, uh, and that makes the score now. 17 to 41. Well, we got a forfeited heavyweight. So that makes it 23 to 41. As we go to 106, and this is Cole Foresight against Brandon Kelly, two freshmen here. And right. Kelly's in on the takedown. Kelly's an aggressive kid too. Look how fast
0: he is, Mike.
1: Yeah, and, you know, for Kelly, a young man who, who you know, the varsity wrestler ahead of him is like 20 and six on the season. And, mm-hmm. they're, and they're both freshmen. Right. So it, it's, you know, you got to fight to get into the lineup. You know, and that's the one thing great programs have. They've got younger guys who don't wrestle varsity who are fighting to get in that lineup and right. earning a spot because that's where they want to be. Right. And so every day of practice is competition. Forsite caught here in a cradle now, put to his back. There's five swipes and a three count being held for three near fall. And there's the three near fall. Kelly leads it five-nothing. Has him again caught. And there's the fall. Through a half Nelson, jacked the hips up and got the pin. And so that makes it 23 to 47. As we head to the last match here, this is Leo for the Friars and Orfield for the Eagles. Leo and Orfield. And we're underway here at 114 pounds, the last bout of this match. And quickly, Leo's in on the takedown against Orfield. So Leo works a leg in on the left-hand side now from the top position. Now he's working that right arm. Trying to go a little crotch. Now he's going to try and go cradle off this. It was a move that we saw Johnny Miller do all the time last year where Johnny would throw a leg in and then work Cradle on the opposite side. That's what Leo is trying right here against Orfield as he has the left leg in and locked. He's going cross-face, Cradle to the left side. Now he goes cross-face the other way just to try and see if he can get Orfield to switch his weight over to where he wants it and bring up that right knee so he can post a hand behind it. In addition to physicality. This is also a chess match, isn't it? Uh, yeah, there's a lot of a lot of action and reaction. Uh, a, a move and a counter and then a reaction to the counter. Uh, now he has the cradle locked up here. Does Leo brings Warfield back to his back now? So Richie. 20 seconds left here in the, fir- in the first period. Orfield finds himself fighting off his back in the cradle. And we talked about Orfield oh. being a tough kid. I'm gone. Oh, potentially dangerous here. And so we had potentially dangerous there. Stop the match. Three near fall. So it's 5-0 Leo over Orfield. Orfield's kind of uh, working out his back a little bit. Well you got, you got to put two him out a little bit too, so that you know Orfield gets to his feet, Leo lifts and returns him right back down to the mat. Two points. So that'll end the period here. So we'll start in neutral position in the second period. And again, Leo in for the takedown. He turks the legs, he took Orfield to the mat. Now he runs a hard cross face across with it. Again, he he has the leg turked through. He he, he crawls it across. He's got Orfield exposed for just one count, but not two. Now Orfield trying to belly down. Again, Leo running a bar on the right side, trying to double bar on this up here. Right on the edge of the mat. As you said when he came out, Jerry, very physical, very aggressive. Yep. Right out of bounds. There they're the out of bounds. They, they get the out of bounds call. So.
0: Orfield stumbled a little bit when he got up.
1: Yeah, he's getting it put to him right now a little bit. You know, this young man's out out, out physicality, and, and, and Orfield's a physical kid, but the physicality here right now is just one-sided. Boom, right back to a standing cradle. He's going to pin him here. Nope. Good job by Orfield. Thought he had him pinned, the ref was slow getting down to the spot. Again, he stands up and, and again, Leo just lifts and turks the legs that go down. And so, Leo will take bottom here to start the next period. You can see Richie is feeling it right now. He is. Yeah, man. He, he is struggling through this. His back hurts, his hip hurts. This is a, this is a good old fashioned, you know, Gutting it out, yeah, he's gotten it out all right. As Leo hits a grammy from his feet here, Orfield locks down on the leg, trying to get behind. Now Leo tries to get away. Orfield covers up. See, he takes him out of bounds, and they're out of bounds. No, okay. So Orfield's still controlling here as they're on the out of bounds line. He steps over the wizard or steps over the leg. And now Leo runs forward and gets the escape. So Leo now leads by 15 points. So Orfield shoots down. I'm sorry, leads by 14 points. There's the takedown, that'll end the match here. Tech fall here in the third period. And that'll end the match here. Eagles take their third loss in a row here at the Blue-White Duels, 52-23 to against mm. Malvern Prep. As that ends the third round here, wrestling to our left on mat 2, still going on between Lackawanna Trail and Downingtown West. Uh, we'll be right back to recap this and what's happening moving forward here at the Blue-White Duels from Exeter High School. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network.
0: Visit PennStateHealth.org to learn more. The new Birdies Inn is your entertainment spot in Exeter. Birdies has open mic night, dancing to the oldies night, Monday and Thursday wing nights, and musical acts playing two times a week. And with the NFL Sunday ticket and 22 TVs, there's no chance you're going to miss a single game. Sports, music, great food and drinks. What more do you need? Birdies reminds you to always have fun and be kind the new birdies Inn, 160 old freedomsburg road there's always something new at the old inn selling or buying a house call mikey lebron of exp realty mikey is a full service realtor dealing in residential business and investment realty services whether it is local statewide national or even international mikey can fulfill your real estate needs Service to his customers is his prime focus, and that has put Mikey in the top 15% of all real estate agents in the nation. Contact Mikey LeBron at 484-772-5106 or on the web at myagentmikey.com. This is the Exeter Sports Network.
1: And we're back here at the conclusion of round number three here, at the Exeter Blue-White Duels. Exeter takes another one right here. 52-23 52-23 to 23 loss to the Friars of Malvern Prep. And, uh, Jerry, we talked about, you know, when, when you hit a certain point in the lineup, Exeter was, was struggling well. We won one match in the last match, three forfeits and one one decision, which was a uh, tech fall by Michael Borja. Um, but we knew our hands were full against Malvern Prep, even against their, their JV or, or their B team, whatever you want to call it. Uh, they've got a lot of good wrestlers, and, and they would compete against any team in the county With their B team, Uh, so
0: so what are you going to do when you come up against a? uh, It's probably ugly to say, but a superior opponent. I mean, what the hell are you going to do? Well, you go out there and wrestle as hard as you can, and you you try
1: and learn from it and and move from it. And and, and one thing that you do is you watch the way they wrestle too, and say, okay, what do they do? How are they setting things up? What are their moves that they're successful with. You try to emulate other wrestlers. It's like any sport. I mean, you, you see someone who does it very well, and you emulate what they do right. to make yourself better. Right. And it doesn't matter what sport you're talking about. Um, you know, every sport has some some level that, hey, everyone's at a different level, but the, the technique or the foundation of whatever's happening is the same, and you can build from that. And that's one of the things you see here. You, you mentioned it right off the first match. And we kind of talked about in the first match, the first match of the day, but the first bout here, the physicality
0: and the aggressiveness, mm-hmm. of what we saw out of Malvern Prep Kids. Yeah, yeah. They, uh, they, they they must, is it that they train on another level? Is it that they train more? Here's the thing, and it's just
1: in any, like any other sport, when when you have that many good wrestlers in the room, right? if you're not that good, you make one of two choices. Right. Either I'm going to work to continue to get better, or I'm leaving the room. Well, mm. when you face good kids every day of practice, and you roll around with good kids every day of practice, you're going to get better. Right. Or you're going to quit and give up. And so, you know, the young men that you see here that, that are waiting for their chance to crack the varsity lineup for Malvern Prep are still wrestling kids who are top five in the nation prep school wrestlers. Um, you practice that against that every day. You're going to get better. It's just no other way about it. Or you're going to quit because you just you can't take the fire. It's know? a sink or swim thing, isn't it? it? It absolutely is. And so, when you have a program where you can bring two teams to a tournament and you're the most dominant two teams in the tournament, uh, it says a lot. So that's going to wrap it up. Again, 52-23 loss here for round three against Malvern Prep. The uh, crossovers will take place now they'll see the teams from both sides of the, the two gyms they'll set up the crossovers there'll be two more matches and we'll bring those matches to you live uh coming here in a few moments right here on the exeter sports network
0: thank you for joining us for this broadcast of exeter wrestling on the exeter sports network brought to you by penn state health saint joseph medical center on the web at PennStateHealth.org and the new Birdies Inn where there's always something new with the old inn. This has been a presentation of Jerry Gallup Media. Good night.